Welcome to Blackberry Abbey Conversations, a podcast about walking forward confidently in life. Uh, hello, my name is Paul Wagler. I'm your co-host, and uh, we're going to be talking today in particular about uh, some of the aspects of walking forward confidently in life, and those are going to include uh, taking good care of yourself, uh, building really important relationships with those around you, uh, taking care of the local community from your front yard and wider in your neighborhood, and maybe even taking care of some people in Africa or wherever, and finally, believing in yourself and in your future and believing in the future of, of our planet. Uh, I'm going to turn it back to Virginia to tell you a bit about herself, and th then I'll tell you more about mine. Well, I am a young mother to three quite young children, and I'm a recovering pessimist, a recovering perfectionist, and... A lot of who I am today is greatly influenced by, as, as all of us really, by how we were brought up. And my, my history is I was a homeschooled kid. And by homeschooled, I mean I never went to school a day in my life. And um, that really shaped a lot of my, um, my drive to be motivated to get things done. And I've always been always been a bit more, um, I, I don't want to brag here, but <laughs> a bit more mature. I've always, I've always been on this more serious side of things. And that's been really good in some ways, but in other ways, it's been a bit of a hindrance in just enjoying the here and the now. And that is why these topics of walking confidently forward in life are of particular interest to me because I I think like many of us we we get caught up in um, well I've gotten caught up in in the race of trying to juggle work and kids and family and friendships and all the things and sometimes it can get a little, fun can get a little, you know, shoved off to the side. So that's a bit, a bit about me. How about you, Paul? Okay, well, I'm just going to start off by saying the opposite of walking forward with confidence is uh, such negative experiences as anxiety and depression and sadness. And that's how you feel when you haven't learned how to be confident. And confident isn't sort of like a high bar that you stay at all the time. It's something that you learn and it's going to swing up and down. In the morning, you may feel more confident than you do in the evening. But the more confident we feel, the more we enjoy and the more we get done. So where did I learn this? I was born in a farm family uh, with nine siblings and when I was five, I got caught in a polio epidemic. And you'll, you would never believe how much that can change your life because within a few weeks, I couldn't move hardly a muscle. I couldn't scratch my nose. I was so sick. And when I came home from the hospital, I was helpless. My father or other people had to carry me everywhere. I couldn't get dressed. But gradually, I started to get better. Uh, but I was still very dependent and... Uh, 
very much at the whim of who would be there to help me or take care of me. Uh, but gradually I started to recover and my sole ambition was to learn how to take care of myself and, and, to, and to do things that I could do so I didn't have to wait for somebody else to take off my long brace uh, that was a metal brace up to my right hip or get, get my crutches. I tried to figure out my life so I could, I could live it and I wanted to walk in such a way that people didn't look at me as a cripple. And, and I, I've, that's sort of been almost a lifetime objective. And uh, surprisingly, by the time I was 15 or 20, most people would have said I was one of the most confident people you would ever meet. Really treating yourself the way you would treat a lover or uh, the way you would treat your baby or the way you would treat your parents if you love them. It's really loving yourself and in every possible way and feeding yourself the right food and getting enough exercise but not too much in getting plenty of sleep, uh, in learning things and figuring out how to lead your life in, in a better way at every opportunity. Uh, but not uh, faulting yourself uh, when you don't, because we all get it wrong constantly. I remember a number of years ago hearing this term, self-care, for the first time, and it really was a foreign concept to me. I actually just didn't even know what what does that mean? <laughs> as, as, and that makes me sound like such a imbecile, but um, yeah, it just, it was not something that I obviously was a part of my, my everyday, um, or I didn't even just, I admit, perhaps it was just more that I didn't connect um, the things that I did as being, you know, self-care or lack of self-care. <laughs> you, like me, grew up in a Christian family who had heard the the uh, saying love your neighbor as you love yourself and then the immediately later they trashed the don't love yourself you should be humble and you should always put others first and you should uh, sacrifice yourself you shouldn't actually treat yourself as well as you treat your neighbor there definitely was that thread um in my upbringing i mean it, it's hard to know like just how much of uh how much of what we, of the input into our life, how much we internalize and, and it becomes a part of our inner workings. But um, I guess you could say that, that that played in to a lack of self-care for me. Um, but yeah, as I, as I started to dive more into this whole notion of taking care of yourself, I realized it was a whole lot more than, you know, taking baths and going to the spa or any of these lavish things that are coined self-care. I mean, self-care for me is taking the time to sit on the couch with my cup of coffee and read, or it could be going to get a haircut. And that and that's the beauty of it too, is that is that you gotta discover what it is that that fills your soul, that makes you feel enlivened, and that makes you feel um, cared about and cared for and and is really expressing love to yourself and and giving 
giving your your desires a, a place to to be lived out and I think that's also another thing that I do recognize to be have been very much a part of how I developed in in the definitely in the church world is that desires are were always had this negative connotation attached to them and I've really started to the last several years I've really started not even several last few um, really started to turn that that notion over and go well desires are a part of being human and and what 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 is it that I'm fearing about whatever desire is on on the table and so it's really challenged me this 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 pursuit of self-care it's really challenged me to dive into dive into what are my desires why am I desiring them what what does um taking care of myself look like um how can I take care of of my world and and that's also you know a manner a form of um self-care so anyways yeah, yeah. just some yeah, Random, it, rambling I, I, th- thoughts I think the I think the distinction to be made is that if you view self care as having to hit everybody else around you to make sure you get the most of everything, hmm. that I don't see as self care. Self care right. can uh, live in complete uh, companionship with taking care of your friends, your siblings, your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But but you don't leave yourself out when you're when you're re- taking care of yourself. And uh, I, I think, again, the words of Jesus, love your neighbor as you love yourself, or love yourself as you love your neighbor. It, it's not about, I need more and they need less. Uh, it's just that uh, if, if, my, if I have a pain in my back, I, I take time to do uh, my exercises or my yoga in order to re- relieve the pain. And if I see somebody else who, who looks like they're in pain, I, I talk to them and, and ask, you know, what what's uh, their problem at that moment to see if I can help them. It's not one versus the other, but, uh, you know, as we, as we become more aware of ourselves in every aspect, like if somebody doesn't have work, uh, self-care involves finding an adequate kind of work so they're not constantly dependent and having to ask other people for money. Uh, if somebody uh, feels uninformed and they listen to other people talk about interesting things and they wish they knew something, well, then you come up with a program, whether it's going to see movies or read books or uh, listen to podcasts so that you're informed about the things you want to be informed about. So all of these things come in under under the the term of self-care. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Blackberry Abbey Conversations. We're always striving to dive deeper into what it means to be human and walk confidently in this complex and dynamic life.